Welcome to the Practical Mystic Show, where we bring you simple tips and techniques from around the globe to help practical people deal with extraordinary experiences. And now, your favorite scientist, shaman, and sacred clown, and also the show's host, Janine Bolin. Hey, welcome to the Practical Mystic Show. This is Janine Bolin, and I am here with not only a fellow mystic who is incredibly powerful, Reno Longmoons, but she also has a divine heritage of her own right that is quite unique, quite specific. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for coming back to us, Reno, with... uh, This is episode four of five, I believe. We're on the Westgate today. So thank you for being with us. Thanks for having me again, Janine. I'm really excited about us opening the Westgate. The Westgate has different meanings depending upon what tribe you're affiliated with, what religion you're used to operating in, whether you're a Hindu or a Buddhist or a Native American or tribal from South America. The West Gate has different meanings for each one, and it's very important when you meet other powerful mystics that you define these things because wheel walking is not related just to the North American Indian peoples. And I use that term because we have a North American Indian Museum in Washington, D.C. It was the best way we knew how to describe the indigenous population uh, that was in this land before the United States came into existence. So using that terminology, I just wanted to let you know that no matter what tribal perspective you bring, when you walk a circle or you walk a wheel or walk a labyrinth, the West Gate each has its own meaning. So Reno, if you don't mind chatting a little bit about what it means to open the West Gate according to your particular perspective because you too have a heritage that is merged and mixed like so many like so many of us absolutely absolutely um yeah that mixture is has truly defined the way i look at the west gate and for me seeing the west gate as a place of finalizing completion, release, um, and taking time for introspection is really what that Westgate represents for me, is to be able to stand in that spot and go do some reflection on everything that's happened to this point and feel where I need to go forward and what needs to be released in this place as well, and know that the goal that I had set finding out what things I had completed and that's where the Westgate comes in to allow me that meditation time on those specific events. So when people come to you for healing and you and I operate in realms where people will come to us for spiritual or emotional healing, when they come to you for healing, you like to bring people in through the North Gate, uh, and not all wheels are used that way. So if you don't mind doing a quick recap of the North, East, and South Gates of what those kind of mean, and then let's dive a little deeper into the West Gate. Okay, sounds perfect. So um, typically when I'm with a client, we'll start in the very heart of the wheel, the center of the wheel, and that's where we're going to start our and set our intentions and lay lay wherever we are emotionally, spiritually, or even physically before to be looked at by spirit. So we're going to lay that intention down in the center. 
and then we're going to come into the north gate. We'll walk back out of the wheel and enter in, knowing that we've laid our intention and set it with spirit in the heart of the wheel. And that's kind of our offering or our altar. Uh, so when we walk into the north, the north represents on, our, on my will the place where spiritual information comes through. It's the beginning. It's, you know, when we stand, when we're standing tall, we are north and south at that moment. And that's where the color of white plays in because we're getting the purity and the ascended masters and different influences through spirit and through spiritual energy to begin conceptualizing things that we may need to either change or have in our lives. So that's kind of where the North is. The North is that beginning, spiritual beginning in mind where you're just ready to walk in. Um, I like that, the association of the white, because it allows us to bring in that divine energy and divine wisdom. And we're ready. We've, we've said we're ready to take that on. We want to understand and we need to be able to apply it to our lives. So then from the North Gate, we walk on into the East Gate. And in that, in that time frame of walking from north to east is the time that the conceptual ideas and concepts of things that we want to pursue or drives that compel us to pursue a specific path come a little more gelled in our, in our heart and in our mind. And in the east, that's the place where we go, okay, let me see what this picture looks like. What, what is it? that this new beginning is, and it gets really more more solidified and more defined for us. And that, that whole process will hold true, whether it's in business, whether it's in personal relationships, whether it's past relationships, there's, it's always a way to dig through the white of the North and the yellow of the East. Um, and in that process, learning how to find those new perspectives or new business concepts or just be ready to start taking on something new. So that's why the East is the next step for this wheel is to walk into that and own what is new and to be ready to formulate how you move from East on down into the South and how you're going to use the energy of the South, that red motivating energy of the South to propel you on this new path that you have gone from conception to visual, truly visualizing and being able to make a tangible and manifested item in your life, whether it's a belief or it's really uh, creating a business or a website, whatever it may be, to the South. You're going to hit that South and you're going to be so motivated by the renewal that you receive. But at the same time, you're going to also be aware of the things that maybe aren't working anymore and the things that are holding you back. And those are the things in the South that we release and we find trust in who we are because we're doing that exchange of receiving and releasing and building ourselves to where we want to be for the next half of that journey and walking on into the West. 
Thanks so much. I appreciate you kind of walking us back around to the, the West side. Each group that I've ever had an opportunity to work with brings their people into a different section of the wheel. And I like how you were like saying, okay, we go right into the center and then we start from there. And that's very helpful to let people kind of know where to, to gain their stability from. So when you move through the West gate with your people and let's say that they are challenged by a spiritual dynamic of this kind where they come to you because there is an incongruency of, let's say they have a spiritual experience of some kind that seems to be in total violation of what they've been trained in. I was raised Catholic, got into mysticism, and I had a lot of those experiences. <laughs> and I did as well. So I Yes, know you exactly did. And so a lot of the people that we attract on this podcast are people who are waking up. They're, they're starting to understand, oh, my gosh, there is more out there. So how would you walk somebody through the Westgate that is moving through that kind of experience? That's an awesome question. And I think we see that a lot more and more as people are awakening. And one of the best tools that I find in working with the Westgate, the Westgate is a place where we're making that really huge shift and letting go of perhaps belief systems. But in order to let go of something, you also have to be prepared and be working with that energy of what is it that I see that I want from myself? What do I want to represent as this person in this 3D moment? What is it that I want to be? And as, as you're doing this work and you're in that West Gate, you've already done all your fact finding. You've already found something that is drawing you. And it's at that point in that West Gate that we asked the grandfathers and the grandmothers to come in and help us discern what is within our lineage, what is within what we want to start allowing to be our authentic self. And I know we hear that a lot right now, but it's it's finding who you really and truly are. And to do that, you have to dig deep and you have to be well-informed. So do your homework too. That's what the Westgate is about, is about having prepared yourself to that point of saying, this belief system or this way of living no longer works for me. And this does. And in the West gate is where we release those things and we say goodbye to them, not to pick them back up again and become that creation that we wanted to be. There are so many times where folks will end up feeling stuck. I mean, I've had these feelings myself where I feel like I'm stuck somewhere and it's very helpful to have a shaman or a mystic or a psychic kind of help you walk through the process because a lot of times our brain gets in our own way, even though our heart is leading us through that. So how can the Westgate help harmonize for a person, the head and the heart, so they don't sit there feeling stuck? The Westgate is a really great place for that because in that time in the Westgate, the overall sensing and understanding of that energy in that gate, at least on the way our will is set up, is that it is that time to remember you have choice and you have options and to quiet that mind because that mind, we forget that it's been talking to us since birth 
and all of that programming and all of that stuff, it's now the time to start asking those questions. Why do I think this? Why do I believe this? Why, you know, what is it that's making me tick or want to be off in this other way? Finding that root source to know whether or not it is something to be released that you're comfortable with releasing or not is the energy of the Westgate. It's asking those really deep one-on-one with your inner self question and being ready for whatever that answer may look like. Because you might throw away something that you really intended to keep or that served you very well. Does that mean you can't get it back? No, but it, it, it does kind of stretch out that whole process and make life a little bit harder. But we tend to do that sometimes. And, and it's a place of grace, too, because it's a time to be kind to yourself and value who you are and what you were created to do. So as people continue to move forward in their own path and they continue to meditate, one of the things that really attracted me to the work that you did was whenever you would start describing your medicine wheel to people, you'd say, I highly recommend you use this as a meditation device. And that really attracted me because of all the meditation I'd done through my Buddhist and Hindu training. So I was like, I need to get to know this lady more. And so, so when you talk about, you know, this medicine wheel, I use this as a meditation device. Do you mind uh, kind of sharing a little bit more? And if you feel like it's appropriate to go through the, the four cardinal points again, by all means do. But how do you use your, your brand of wheel as a meditation device? Oops. Um, wow. I use it in so many different ways and on uh, so many different questions. I mean, I may take just a specific, like, okay, let's just paint a scenario. I get an idea. It feels really good. I think it's something that I should try out. It's still just in the conceptual moment. Okay. And I'm like, wow, this feels good. I wonder if I should, and I will walk that singular idea, that moment from the North gate, you know, I'll come into the center and I'll say, all right, spirit, here's what I got. And I need to know, do I run? Do I stay? Do I go? What do I, what am I doing with this? So I lay it down there. I offer it saying, I know I need divine source to bring me wisdom in this. And then I'll walk back out and I'll say in the North gate, here's my idea. Here's what I'm feeling and sensing, not just at it, the emotional level, but I've already kind of started processing what it would take to put this into play. It's still conceptual. It's still in my mind. I haven't taken it out of my head other than to lay it in front of spirit and say, hey, I need some help. <laughs> and I want to be sure this is coming from you. And I want to be on track and in alignment with you. So that's how, when I work my wheel for myself, this is the kind of the questions that I'm asking myself. So as I'm in the North, I'm like, here's the idea. Here's where I'm thinking. Here's what I need to do with it. And I rest in that energy, in that conceptual energy, until I feel released to start heading East. And when I head into the East, all of a sudden, the the conceptual idea becomes this is how we're going to start putting in into place and 
the clarity that comes in while in that quiet one-on-one between divine source, inner self, and my 3D-ness all starts gelling together. And in the East, I'm finally seeing the way to begin to implement an idea or, and it's the same process, whether I'm dealing with an old past wound, I'll still do the same process. And I will take just that one specific thing because why bite off more than I can chew? I can't eat everything that's on the banquet table at one time. So I'm going to take a piece of it and I'm going to work it through the East and work that conceptual idea till I have the, the understanding because it will come. It's, the answers are within. And spirit will bring those answers to the conscious mind. And, and it'll resonate with you. And it'll allow you to go, okay, and now I know what I need to do. I might need to do more research on how to really make that tangible and actually make it manifest in my life. But it's all that process that brings me to the south. That lets me, I've gone now from north to south, and I, and I have an understanding of what it is I'm going to do, how I'm going to do it, and what I need to let go of to not hinder the pathway, and I'm going to walk right on into the west. And into the west, I've already put everything that has been placed before me into practice. I've seen it's working. I've found out some things that don't work, and I'm going to lay those in the west, and I'm going to keep walking that wheel as the relationship between the conceptual idea and my inner spirit and my relationship with spirit have all come together. And, and it's all going to be an ongoing process. It happens, like I said, both emotionally, spiritually, past scars. There are so many different ways to walk this wheel, but you have to quiet your mind. You have to really understand what it is that you want. Or at least say, I need to understand what I want and what is in my highest and best good. And that's at the center of the wheel that we're going to lay that down. But we're not going to take on the whole buffet. We're going to take it piecemeal. And then we're going to look back at that beautiful buffet and go, okay, look at all that's before me and take it a step at a time. Reno Long Moons, ladies and gentlemen, somebody who, if you're feeling that you're a little bit stuck or you feel like your your gifts have atrophied or you feel like you've lost contact with your gifts, she is somebody that can help you. Reno, how do people get a hold of you? Because you have a lot of free stuff that you offer on your website. Absolutely. They can go, come through www.hollowboneartistry.com. They can reach me on Facebook. They can reach me on my phone number and contact information is on the website as well um, via text. You can text, you know, because I have crazy schedules. So, you know, I'm open and I'll let you know when I'm really open and we can get together. That's right. We do. We do have some wild schedules these days, don't we? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. 
So she has a lot of free stuff on her website. She also does these newsletters, but you don't have to worry about a sales funnel when you sign up and give her your your email address. Usually she just sends you a free PDF of her medicine wheel. She has it on a PDF file so that you can download it and, and walk yourself through that. She wants to help you with your your challenges. And then if you want some guidance on interpretation and how to go about getting some confirmation, maybe she is definitely the shaman you want to chat with. So thank you so much for your time today, Reno. Thank you, Janine. So this is Janine Bullen with the Practical Mystic Show. If you feel like you're an ordinary person and you're having extraordinary experiences, Stay tuned. We're the place you want to hang out with and be with. We'll be glad to let you know about the other ordinary people going through extraordinary experiences. Have a great day and keep reaching for those stars. This has been the Practical Mystic Show with Janine Bolin. For show notes, resources, and more, visit the8gates.com. Thanks for listening.